A lot of businesses and accounting firms are happy that 2022 is over. It's been a brutal few years with COVID, and now many practice owners are looking forward to a more prosperous 2023. That observation is from advisor to the accounting industry, Mark Holton, founding director of SmithInc. Mark outlines what accountants can do to have a profitable rest of the year in a moment. First, to help us all move on from the pandemic, Mark refers to a report by global consultancy firm McKinsey titled Surviving to Thriving, which has four key steps. Mark explains the first step to Chris Ashmore. How do we rapidly recover our revenue and profitability? So whatever it might have been pre-COVID, pre-pandemic, how do we get it back there? What plan do we need? Do we need a budget? Do we need a cash flow? Uh, Do we need accountability meetings? Do we need external board of advice management? to be able to keep us on track and get us back to where we want this business to be. Now, many businesses have sort of said, well, okay, during the pandemic, I had a pretty quiet time and I sort of liked it. I mean, I'm probably the greatest example of that, to be honest. But where do I want this business to be in the future? How do I get it back to the revenue and profitability that I know I need to drive out of this? The second thing was, how do we rebuild the operational resilience in our businesses? So what do we need to do? And does it come back to the resources, as in the physical resources, the financial resources? And I think something even more important to businesses and I know accounting firms at the moment is the human resources. We need a resilient plan, a resilient structure around how we start to rebuild the business. And obviously the flow on effect is we do that right and it will then generally fill through to revenue and profitability. I think the third thing that now is the greatest time to do is to rethink your organisational strategy. Now is the time for strategic planning. What is your strategy? Where are you today? Where do you want to be in the future? How long is that? Who's going to do it? What are we going to do? When will it be done? And when do we celebrate? I think we've got to realign our organisational strategy to where we want our business to be. And I think the fourth thing that we need to focus on is how do we accelerate digital adoption strategies in our business to improve efficiency, to create greater opportunities, to service clients or customers a little bit better, and basically, you know, reimagine where our business was and where it's going in the future. So it's a long way of saying, Chris, I think it's an exciting time. I think, thank goodness, 2022 is over. Bring on 2023, I say. Now, Is technology, particularly AI, making an impact on accounting services? And is that either a good or a bad thing? I think it's got good elements, Chris. I really do. I wouldn't say bad. I would probably say that we need to consider the impact when it comes to what's happening here. I mean, everybody's talking at the moment about chat GPT. And I must admit, I've gone in there and given it a road test and typed in a whole host of stuff and up comes... some pretty darn valuable information. I think in the future with AI, with other, you know, the Internet of Things, with machine data, and even to some extent with robotic management and how that works in time, I think we're going to have to look at a variety of ways of accessing data in the future and understand the fact that some of our clients will also want to use these ways as well. So maybe our model needs to change a little bit in the future. I think we're already seeing through AI situations where innovative services can be offered and we can start to get out there and do a variety of different things. We're seeing 
bank feeds, we're seeing integration of data, we're seeing data feeds, we're seeing data memorization. I suppose the key issue in the future could be how do we leverage these? How do we take the technology that AI offers us, as well as all those other things, and turn them into more proactive, dynamic, value-added services for our clients? So, so to answer it, yeah, I'm excited by it. I think it's any new technology is worth looking at. And let's be frank, the accounting industry has been impacted by technology for years. Change is inevitable. The key issue is how do we take that innovative technology, seize it, and turn it into something that our clients can truly value, as well as make us much, much more efficient. Now, we've got a long way to go for the rest of this year still. What can practice owners do to have a good rest of the year? Uh, I think now is the ideal time in your firms to reconsider your strategic alignment, to look at doing a strategic planning day or days, and also looking not just to get the partners, the owners of the business, but the key management people, the key ones that drive your strategy involved in that process. So it comes back again to what I said earlier. Where are you today? Where do you want to be in the future? How do we get there? Who's going to do it? When's it going to be done? And something I like is when do we celebrate success? If I was still in practice, I'd be looking at what diversified services can I offer in the future to clients? What value-added opportunities that we may not have seized on well enough can we seize on now in the future? What business advisory work are we currently doing and can we systemise that? Can we process drive it? So not only does it become good on revenue, it becomes sensational on profitability. How can we scale that service so the right people at the right, to do the right task at the right pay rate to maximise the profitability? And the other thing, Chris, I think the time is right for for the rest of the year is to be more strategic and more accountable around the key KPIs that drive success in your firm and revise your practice management, the actual management of your firm, and also the accountability measures you put in place to drive things like productivity, profitability, you know, drive management of work in progress, drive management of your receivables, all those key drivers, as well as turnaround time on jobs, number of open jobs, and the other things that we we do pretty darn well. But what I'm seeing is there needs to be a dash more accountability to what we want to achieve and management to it, which again leads back to strategy. Longer term though, Mark, what systems should a practice have in place for future growth? I think it it all comes back to three things, Chris. That's systems, processes and people. You know, with technology these days and AI and data memorisation and data feeds and, you know, something else that interests me is a manual task that has been automated and what will the next one be? Yeah, what's the next sleeper out there that we do manually that will eventually be automated? And then how do we manage future trends? And how can we look at enhanced forecasting? And I'm a big believer that repetitive process automation or RPA is going to have a dramatic effect on repetitive tasks and it's going to improve efficiency. With all that in mind, what are we going to do with it? Where are we going to drive it? And what systems do we need to have in play? I want to go back to strategy because in my mind, good strategy for an accounting firm is focusing on the five key pillars for success. And they are in order, financial management, people, processes, customers or clients, call them what you will, and services. 
So strategically, what smart goals do you want to set for your firm in the future? And a lot of people will do it by saying, let's take financial management. I want this, I want that, I want that. I want my whip here, my debt is there, my profitability there. Other firms will say, well, the other four done properly will contribute to the financial management. So they'll back end the process. They'll look at what are we doing with our people? How can we do it better, smarter? And it comes back to retaining people and also recruiting them. It comes back to processes. What are we doing? How are we doing it? Are we efficient? If not, what can we do? Clients, customers, are we looking after them well enough? Are we talking to them often enough? Are we visiting them? Are we meeting with them? Are we surveying them? Things like so. And services, and this is the key thing, are we offering the client all the services that they need to run a better, smarter, more successful business operation? I know we all do compliance, guys, but what else is there? So, again, a long way of saying I'd be focusing on how do I get more diversified services in my firm, Chris? I really would, whatever they might be. It could be financial planning. It could be HR. It could be IT. It could be base-level business advisories. You know what I'd do? I'd build them in a division in the firm. I wouldn't try to take accountants who are good at compliance out of their comfort zone and turn them into HR or IT or financial planning or, for that matter, business advisory specialists. I'd look at creating a division, irrespective of how small or large you might want to make it, and I'd put the systems, processes, and I'd get capacity in the firm and capacity in my people to drive strategically where I want this business to be. But I would break it down into those five pillars, and what I'd do in in summary is I'd pull back the cover on the firm and say, okay, nothing's off the table, nothing's not worth considering. What can we do smarter, better, to drive a more successful firm in the future. Mark Holton, Smith Think.